What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Mark Marauder Show. Be the market, one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Uh, able to lock in some profits. All right, so give you some of the stock news going out there in the market. All right, so first, uh, Dr. Scott uh, Gotaleb, uh, who is on the board for Pfizer, a former um, FDA advisor, says that Merck's COVID pill uh, can make a real difference. Uh, so Merck said that uh, it has asked the FDA to authorize emergency use of its experimental uh, antiviral pill to treat mild to moderate COVID-19 in adults. Uh, so the top-of-the-line data from the Merck study was probably the best treatment effect uh, we've seen from orally available antiviral drug in the treatment uh, of any respiratory pathogen. Uh, so that can make a real difference. Uh, so if you're not familiar, Merck uh, has actually made an uh, pill form to treat symptoms of the uh, COVID-19, uh, so to reduce hospitalization and, uh, you know, just help out with the overall pandemic, uh, what's going on. So hospital rates are still pretty high. Um, there are, um, you know, a lot of people recovering, uh, with the expansion of the, uh, vaccines going out there. Uh, but, Currently, Merrick is around $79.93 and and uh, at the time of recording. Uh, so I think once this uh, starts to come out, um, and if it does get uh, emergency authorization use, uh, it will be a huge step forward uh, to help combat the pandemic. Uh, and definitely going to be looking to see from an investment standpoint uh, where Merrick is going to go. So uh, Merrick is definitely looking nice at this uh, $79.93 level. Uh, it is down $0.70 cents today, uh, but going to be looking at that one um, in the future to see where it goes if they do get this emergency authorization use. So uh, Merrick is a company that is headquarters in uh, Killingworth, New Jersey, so it is an American company. Um, so definitely going to be uh, one of the things that is going to be a huge catalyst uh, for the market moving forward. Um, as you know, the vaccines themselves coming out was a catalyst. Uh, but now if, you know, we have this uh, pill supplement that can help uh, with hospitalization rates, uh, that'll definitely be a huge catalyst uh, for the market moving forward uh, to hopefully get back to uh, new normal. So uh, this is not a political channel. I'm not telling you what to do uh, as far as, you know, vaccine, non-vaccine or whatever. Uh, this is just saying uh, going to be looking at Merrick and company for um, their price fluctuations. Uh, if you're an options, uh, options trader uh, might be a potential play on this one. Uh, I know a lot of people jumped into options when uh, Pfizer was kind of ramping up uh, with their EUA and also with Moderna with their EUA uh, and the stock prices definitely fluctuated after that. Uh, so from an investment point of view, Merrick is definitely going to be one uh, that I'm going to be looking at uh, for a potential play moving forward. 
Next, talking about potential plays, uh, Facebook says it will add a new safety feature, uh, notably for teens on Instagram, uh, after the bombshell whistleblower leak. Uh, so a Facebook official told several morning talk shows on Sunday that the company would implement uh, new tools to divert users away from harmful content and give parents more control of teens' Instagram accounts. Uh, the vice president of global affairs, Nick Clegg, uh, was responding uh, to the question about whistleblower Francis uh, Hugan's Senate testimony last week. Um, he said some measures will urge users uh, who are on Instagram for long periods of time to take a break and will allow Facebook users to reduce the presence of uh, politics. So uh, some some nice steps moving forward uh, to help uh, mitigate those problems from this whistleblower event. Uh, but from a financial standpoint, uh, definitely going to be looking at Facebook stock um, moving forward. Uh, these are implementations that I think Facebook um, was going to be doing anyway, in my personal opinion, uh, but the whole whistleblower event uh, kind of did drive the stock down uh, since that event came out. So on its five-day trajectory, um, its high was around $337.21. Um, it is now the time of recording this at $325.45. It was down $3.13 today, or down about 0.95% uh, in the five-day trading period. Uh, so on its one-year chart, um, it had a high around 3, 382.18. Uh, so it's down quite a bit uh, since this uh, whole whistleblower event kind of took off. But definitely going to be seeing uh, potentially it start to bounce back and rally back up Um after they implement these changes, um, and they had a pretty quick and swift uh, plan forward to implement these changes, so it doesn't seem like there was too much of a holdup uh, when coming with this, and Facebook is one of the FANG stocks, so, uh, you know, the FANG stocks definitely are in a lot of people's portfolio, so I don't think Facebook would have went down for too long, especially when you have a lot of institutions that are having uh, Facebook in their portfolio, definitely could be a, a nice buying opportunity uh, for a lot of institutional investors as well as retail investors uh, to jump in on Facebook at a nice price. So uh, on their one year, like I said before, uh, 382.18 was like their high for the one year time frame. Um, they did take a hit um, around February 21st, uh, hitting a low um, February, uh, well, kind of around January of 2021, uh, around January 13th, they're at 251.64, and then jumped up to that, um, 382 level, so it was a nice little rally from February, uh, to August before this dip, uh, that came around, uh, the end of August, starting September, but I think it'll start to continue to rally back up as we get into the later months, uh, once these, uh, new policies are implemented uh, for Instagram and Facebook. So next, uh, a Bill Gates-backed ESS, uh, which makes giant batteries out of iron, salt, and water, is starting to trade. Uh, so the battery company ESS went public through a SPAC uh, with Acon uh, S2 Investment Corporation and starts trading on the New York, New York Stock Exchange on Monday under the ticker GWH. Uh, so the ESS battery is made primarily on iron, salt, and water, uh, which are readily available uh, from safe resources. The battery stores energy uh, for between 4 to 12 hours, a time frame that pairs well with renewable energy uh, sources such as solar and wind. 
Uh, so ESS is trying to solve a critical problem with renewable energy, uh, how to store energy from wind and solar installations uh, when the wind isn't blowing and the sun isn't shining. The company proposed solution is a long-duration energy storage batteries uh, made of iron, salt, and water, which are much cheaper and more readily available uh, than the elements used in batteries today, such as lithium and cobalt. So lithium being uh, the main component that are in uh, most of the Tesla batteries that are going on. Uh, so this is definitely a more eco-friendly, in my personal opinion, solution uh, and could be huge uh, as far as battery uh, is concerned. So, um, you know, disposable of and recycling of those lithium uh, batteries with cobalt in them as well is definitely causing uh, sort of kind of a pollution crisis uh recycling those batteries is, is just a pain uh but you know having iron salt and water uh as a battery solution may be uh you know kind of a future uh technology the main thing is going to come down to is range uh, for those batteries and storage capabilities uh so if you can get long range with those batteries longer than the lithium and cobalt then i think it'll be a more efficient solution than using uh, those alternatives. But if not, uh, don't really see how advantageous this could be. Since the company is just starting to go public, uh, there'll probably be some more developments on um, what they do, uh, their price point. They are backed by Bill Gates and SoftBank, so two uh, large deep pockets uh, are backing this company. Uh, so they have 57, 57 million uh, in, in investments from just those two sources, uh, which is quite a bit of money to uh, start a company with. Um, and then, you know, being publicly traded, people will buy uh, more and more shares uh, of that company moving forward. So definitely exciting as far as uh, battery technology is concerned uh, and very interesting application. Uh, would like to see where these batteries are going to be. Uh, put in or how they're going to be used uh, as you know the EV world is starting to ramp up uh, even more so pretty interesting technology um, at a glance uh, and definitely going to be looking to see uh, how these uh, move forward so the technology uh, looks like they have a, a porous separator um, then you have the electrode uh, plastic spacer in between that you have an electrode uh, that is composed of carbon and then you have a conductive separator uh, with compression molded uh, composite. So uh, essentially, it's just making the battery out of renewable resources, um, which, you know, seems to be pretty cheap uh, as far as costs are concerned. There's not really any two uh, crazy materials in here, you know, carbon um, and then a plastic uh, spacer. You know, these are easily recyclable parts uh, to make these batteries. So uh, definitely going to be uh, looking for this. Uh, to be in multiple applications could definitely help um, in a lot of third world country applications as well. Uh, so, you know, definitely interested to see this technology uh, moving forward and see where they will be implementing this. Next, uh, Amazon is going to be letting its manager decide how often employees can come into the office. Uh, so the new CEO, Andy Jassy, said in a memo on Monday that the company is leaving it up to the individual team managers to decide how often their employees come into work uh, when offices reopen next year. The company previously set a baseline of three days a week in the office, but they're giving uh, the managers the flexibility to choose how they want to implement that and what they want to do uh, with that. So um, the move marks the shift uh, from Amazon's early return to work plans, which is said to be expected most corporate employees uh, to return to office the beginning of January 3rd, 2022. 
Uh, Amazon has set a baseline of three days a week in the office, leaving employees the option to work remotely uh, up to two days a week. Uh, Jassy said Amazon found it uh, couldn't um, prescribe a one-size-fits-all approach to the work at the company scale. Amazon now has 1.3 million employees worldwide, uh, with hundreds of thousands of those in corporate roles. As part of the policy change, Amazon will also give corporate employees the option to work up to four weeks per year fully remotely uh, from any location with the country they've employed. So that's a nice uh, perk uh, for Amazon uh, workers. Uh, and while Amazon has given employees uh, greater leeway uh, on reporting offices, Jassy said most employees will be expected to remain close enough to their team uh, that they can easily travel to the office for meetings within a day's notice. Uh, other tech giants uh, are also embracing remote work like uh, Microsoft uh, in September and definitely postponed its return to office, uh, while Facebook and Google expect portion of their employees to continue to work from home and their jobs can be done remotely. Uh, Twitter last year also said that uh, they can work from home uh, forever remotely. So there are some Twitter employees who will be permanently re working remotely uh, to do their jobs. Uh, so there's definitely a new change of pace as far as uh, the whole uh, working remote and remote working is concerned. Some companies are starting to integrate people coming back in. But overall, it's starting to be a new normal uh, to have companies start remote work. Uh, and lastly on here, uh, the U.S. moves closer to clear Moderna and Johnson & Johnson booster shots this week. Uh, so millions of Americans will be one step closer to receiving a COVID booster shot when a key FDA panel meets this week uh, to debate extra doses of Moderna and J&J &J vaccines. Uh, the Biden administration hopes boosting the U.S. population will immune long-term and durable protection against the severe disease. Uh, so... These booster shots uh, are under uh, advisory uh, or under review currently, uh, the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson uh, booster. Uh, so definitely going to be looking to see some more updates on that. Also going to be looking at Johnson & Johnson and Moderna's stock prices. Uh, those are things to uh, look for as well. As far as J&J is concerned, they're down 0.42% uh, today at $160. Uh, on their one-year outlook, uh, they're on a bearish downward trend, having a one-year high of $179.47. So $179.47 uh, is their high that they hit around August 17th of 2021. Uh, but since then have gone down. Uh, hopefully this news uh, of the potential approval of the boosters will help the stock price out uh, for it to jump back up. And then uh, if we look at Pfizer's stock, uh, we can see that they are down as well. They are on a bearish downward trend at $42.06. On their one-year trajectory, they hit a peak around August 19th uh, or August 17th at $48.91. So not too far uh, from their one-year high. Uh, that was at $48.91. But we'll see how that stock returns uh, or bounces back up after uh, the potential um, approval of this uh, booster shot. So... Good luck to everybody about their trading. Hope everybody's able to lock in some profits. Uh, definitely keep an eye on some of those vaccine names. Uh, you have Moderna. I mean, yeah, you have Moderna, Pfizer, um, Merck. Uh, those are all some 
good three plays, and then Johnson and Johnson as well for the booster shots. Uh, so those are definitely ones to look for. Um, and then also look at some of these companies and their remote work policies um, and how they are getting back to new normals. That will definitely affect the economy as well. And uh, this new company uh, from backed by Bill Gates and SoftBank, which is going to be trading under the ticker sign E W S S no G W H. So G W H is going to be uh, representing the company that's E S S. So E S S uh, is the company that went public through the SPAC, and the ticker sign is going to be G W H. Uh, so look at G W H or the New York Stock Exchange for potential trading and their new battery technology. So good luck to everybody out there trading. Hope everybody's able to lock in some profits, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.